Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Well met, fellow adventurers. I have decided to, to visit Garsom the Horse Trader. Because it turns out he has problems. And also I've got a horse to sell. In the midst of a long stretch of rolling meadows. Nestled between two arms of thick forest. At the northern edge of Thainfell lies the farm of Garsim. Those reputation as the kingdom's greatest breeder and trainer of horses. Is both widely known and well earned. The tall, rugged looking, bearded man who many have said resembles a bear from certain angles, can always be found in and about his main series of corrals, hanging with prospective buyers and overseeing his regiment of expert trainers. His brother Thrib, his brother Thrib now operates the portion of the enterprise that supplies horses to the Tyson army. Grogrosson spends his time outfitting the kingdom's growing adventurer population, with fast and reliable mounts. I'm going to seek out Garzim. You find Garzim strolling down a narrow lane between two of his larger corrals, humming to himself as he admires the remarkable herd behind the fences. He bows deeply as you approach the tall, rugged-looking horse trader, who does indeed seem to resemble some sort of bear from the white angle, leans back against the fence and smiles. Well, nice to see you again, and that's a fact, says Garstrom, smiling as if the greeting is a well-practiced one. Looking for a horse, perhaps? I've always said that four hooves will take you farther than two feet. I stand by it. I've got the finest around. How might I be serviced to you? Inquire about selling a horse. Please select the mount below you would like to sell to Garstrom. Inquire about selling your unnamed charger. You know, okay, I'm going to sell you to someone who will actually give you a name. Bye-bye, horsey McHorse face. Garzum looks over your horse and carefully tells you he will give you 1,000 gold. It's really the best I can offer you. 
he says. I don't expect you'll find a better place around. Agree to sell your horse for 1,000 gold. Garson smiles and takes the reins of your horse, then hands you the gold you are promised, and tells you he promises to find a good owner for the animal. You thank him, and watch him lead your horse into one of the larger corals nearby. 1,000 gold tokens, and I now have just one horse. They were fighting. But now on to the more important thing. Adventures for this location. A lurking danger. While speaking with Garson early one morning, at the edge of one of his large corrals, the horse trader tells you that several of his men have recently reported seeing goblins prowling the hills to the north of the farm. Well, we better start this adventure then. Here we go. While speaking with Garson early one morning, the edge of one of his larger corrals, the horse trader tells you that several of his men have recently reported seeing goblins prowling the hills just north of the farm. I can tell you that it brings me no measure of comfort to hear such things. And that's a fact, he says, shaking his head. If they're sulking about in the woods up that way, and have a good, and have a good, good hunch about the lair they might be haunting, no good will come of it, least of all for me. Garson tells you, He's not only worried about the safety of his horses, but, but for that for that of those who travel to his farm to purchase them. Although admittedly, you many of your purchases are many of your most of your clients are adventurers, and most adventurers can handle a few goblins. And the rest is the the, the army. Hmm. They should be able to handle goblins, but admittedly, they might not actually send, you know, trained men to receive the horses. But all isn't as dour as it seems, he says. He says, smirking slightly as he turns to you. Fancy that someone like you would show up now. Don't think you could have timed your arrival better, and that's a fact. You look like you might be able to help me. Before you can get a word to edgewise, Garson. Sounding as if you've already accepted the task he's laying out, tells you about a cave in the woods north of his farm. It's known as the echoing depths, ar- depths around here, he says, struggling. Don't know why it's called that, and that's a fact, but I'll be willing to wait until you'll find those goblins somewhere about. Barely able to conceal a vice while, you ask Garson if he's asking you to investigate the cave and deal with any possible denizens that might bring harm to his enterprise. Grimming broadly, the master horse trader nods emphatically. Yes, yes, that's it, he said. There's a lurking danger up that way. I'd rather not wait around to go, go bold and come hard down our way. That is most certainly a fact. Rasen tells you he will pay you 1,000 gold upon the completion of the task. Accept the task. A look of relief briefly passes over Garson's bearded face when you accept the task. He tells you that he has no doubt he'll be able to take care of whatever may be lurking in or around the echoing depths. Just report back to me when all of the when all has been settled, he says, momentarily casting his gaze northward. Whatever you do, be careful. 
and there's no need for anyone to get themselves into a bad spot over this. And that's a fact. When you inquire about the location of the cave, Garson describes in excruciating detail the precise whereabouts of the nearby bear. There, not more than a mile from here, says Frowning. Much too close, if, if my opinion on the matter is needed. Much, much too close. Garson thanks you for accepting the task and tells you he'll, ha he'll have your gold waiting when you return to announce the success of the mission. And I'll be gathering up what's owed, owed you as soon as I tend to this morning business, he says, signalling to one of the nearby trainers that you'll be right over. Why don't we do that? Because I've complete faith in you, my friend. Now, if you're a broad-shouldered man, limps up to Garson, pausing to acknowledge you with a courteous nod, for asking the horse trader to have a look at a particularly spirited stallion, you immediately note that the man's nose is bloodied, and in addition to his limp, his gingerly cl clutching his white elbow. The spirited ones are the ones we like best, says Garson, grinning as he pats the man on the shoulder. All right. Good luck to you, Soup. Bring word to me as soon as you've something to tell. Keep safe. With that, Garson bids you farewell and heads off with the limping man towards the far end of the adjacent coal, leaving you alone to contemplate the adventure that lies ahead. To which, the echoing decks, select the travel option from, Gar from Garson's and look for their location. For the cave under, locations near Garson, the horse trader. Again, travel. Locations nearby, the echoing depths. You're standing in the midst of a small wooded area north of Garson's farm. The foot of a tree-crowned hillock. Carved into the base of a lofty crag, it's a wild fissure that leads into a cave complex known as the echoing depths. Every so often you hear what sounds like odd echoes in the darkness beyond the fissure. This is another one of those clearable dungeons, so you can make it scaled or regular. I'll just keep it regular. You can rest here, but I don't need to do that quite yet. Enter the cave. You're standing inside the broad Fissure leads in and out of the dark, twisting maze of passages known as the Echoing Depths. Just ahead to the north, the broad sloping tunnel descends into a poor pile of gloom. Now and again, strange distant echoes sound out of the surrounding darkness. Alright. Strange echoes seem to accompany your every movement as you warily explore these dark, twisting cave passages. Okay, since we've started out in the middle of the south of this dungeon, start by making my way west. There doesn't seem to be anywhere particularly to head for. Just did a little alcove there. You instinctively draw yourself into a defensive stance as an overwhelming stench of decay suddenly fills the passage. Seconds later, a massive watch snail glides out of the darkness ahead leaving in its wake a wide, sticky trail of slime. With its unsettling cacophony of sounds echoing throughout the tunnel, the fearless carnivore surges forward and attacks its what snail. It surges forward and bites you and is slain. 2xb. You step back from the oozing carcass of the slay what snail 
and promptly check over your gear. Then, after making certain no more of the giant creatures are lurking in the immediate vicinity, you once again set off on your way. Okay, make my southwest corner. Nothing there. I'm going north. A small black stoppered suddenly. Stoppard, ovenware bottle, sits at the edge of this section of the cave passage. Now and again, the opaque vessel seems to tremble slightly. Examine the bottle closely. When you closely examine the small bottle, every now and again, usually when you're not looking directly at it, the stoppered vessel seems to tremble, rattling slightly against the uneven floor of the cave tunnel. Use divination. 4x speed to divination. You channel your power of div divination and immediately sense a faint aura of malevolence surrounding the strange bottle. Pick it up! As you reach down to take hold of the bottle, the black earthenware vessel begins rapidly and quite unnaturally, teetering back and forth. You sense the vessel is about to topple over. Keep reaching for it! You continue towards teetering bottle. Much to increasing astonishment, the small black vessel begins rapidly and erratically spinning. Its frenzied movement now is shadowy blur under the glare of your invading light. Keep reaching for it! The bottle suddenly clatters to a top stop and returns to its original upright position at the edge of the cave passage. Then without warning, it shatters, scattering earthenware shards across the entire breadth of the tunnel. You draw yourself into a guarded stance as the cloud of mist rising up from the shattered remains of the bottle suddenly begins to assume a vaguely humanoid form. Within just a few moments, you find yourself facing the vaporous lightness of an armoured warrior. The misty figure draws a sword of black fog and levels a strange weapon at you. Almost before you can react, the mist warrior silently surges forward and attacks, brandishing his weapon with expert skill. Mist warrior, I fight you. He slash the mist warrior slashes at you with his sword of fog. And I'm fighting it back, and it is slain. 4XP. A chilling howl echoes along the cave passage as the warrior of mist rapidly dissipates. Leaving in its wake only thin, dark trails of swirling vapour that are soon swallowed up by the surrounding gloom. Without warning, several bone-rattling jolts suddenly surge through you, leaving you momentarily breathless and disorientated. To nearly a minute, the lingering effects of the strange sensation fade. 28 XP to general, and also my stamina points are fully restored. Alright. The jagged shards of the black earthenware bottle litter the floor in this section of the cave passage. Okay, making my way north. It's another what's now. Just gonna give that a bash, surges forward and bites at you, and is slain. 4x speed for that. You step back from the oozing carcass of the slain what's that what's now, and promptly check over your gear. Then, to making certain no more of the giant creatures are lurking in the immediate vicinity, you once again set off on your way. 
Okay, making my way to the northwest corner. Nearly there. It's another what's now. Quick combat. Yeah, it's oozing carcass. Check over my gear. On my way. 2xp for beating that. It's another what's now. Quick combat that. 4xp. What's now? Okay, where are the goblins? 2xp. Did the Watsdales eat the goblins? I mean, they could have. But would they eat all the goblins? Another Watsdale. Okay, so I did a little circle in the northeast corner. Making my way along the north side. Another Watsdale. 4xp for that. Look out for anything else. Watsdale. A lot of what snails around here. It's another what snail. Take that what snail for another 2xp. Okay, now going down the eastern side. Oh, there's a little, little passage. Nope, nothing down there. Quick combat. Another what snail. Now I'm making my way to the southeast corner. And. Finishing that off. Suddenly, you stumble upon the skeletal remains of a man in this section of the cave passage. A sizable assortment of ash items lay scattered nearby. Alright, there's some, some loot here. I'll just take the good stuff. I think including your search through the objects, you once again set off along the dark tunnel. Hopeful you'll be able to avoid sharing the fate of the man. Those days came to an end in this glamp, this damp, gloomy lair. Hmm. So this, so Zoop can tell the difference between men's skeletons and women's skeletons. Hmm. That's that's. Yeah, I'm pretty impressed by that. That's that does take some skill. I mean, especially if it's not a particularly well preserved skeleton. I mean, there are quite a lot of signals. There's the there's, well, there's brow, there's brow widges, lots of stuff in the pelvis. And there we are. Yeah, and and men, and men have a little lump at the back, at the very back of their head. That's called. That's called the nuclear crest. That's bigger in men. Presumably because of all the loud yelling we do. <laughs> or something like that. And all the and all the huge meals we eat. <laughs> and all the angry faces we sometimes pull. <clears throat> Stretching my nuclear crest by pulling an angry face. Yes. Uh, yes, I mean you. I guess we're kind of lucky, because of course there are, of course, a lot of skeletons where it's in the middle and you can't really tell. And of course, with, with children's skeletons, the changes haven't appeared yet. It's, it's a what's now. Yep. Yep, there we are. Just I'm filling in the gaps now. It's another what's now. Now... Hmm. What's who? Suddenly, 
You stumble upon the festal remains of a man in this section of the cave passage. Yes, yeah, probably a lot easier, easier to identify them when you know there's still fleshy bits left. Well, a bit anyway, especially if it's one particular fleshy bit. Size, sizable assortment of items lay scattered nearby. Alright, yep, some medium loot. It's going to take all the good stuff. After concluding your search of the objects, you once again set off along the dark tunnel. Hopefully you'll be able to avoid sharing the fate of the man whose days came to an end in this damp, gloomy lair. Hey there, cave. Let's have some... Equal opportunity. It's another. Ah, you should. Ooh. What's now? I've beaten what's now. And there's another suddenly. A the nerving quiet unexpectedly descends upon the echoing depths. Success. You have successfully cleared the echoing depths. Please don't. Although you've managed to clear this dungeon. There may or may not be more left to discover here. If you can, if you wish, continue to explore the echoing depths. The echoing depths will, after a time, reset itself, allowing you the opportunity to once again explore and clear it. 32 experience to general. At the end of a narrow, winding passage deep in the cave, you find a small, semicircular chamber filled with all manner of discarded objects. Okay, how did those get there? I mean, did did a group of brigands temporarily use this cave? Was it used in army exercises? You know, where the the army did one of their you know, one of their survival wilderness training courses and they left some stuff? Was, was this just a horde that people left and they hoped they'd be able to pick up later? You're left to believe that the items scattered here must have belonged to the unfortunate souls who entered this cave and never left. Although there are other options. Although, admittedly, most of them are, they're dead now. I mean, they might not die. I mean, they might not have died in this cave. It could be like many hordes. It's just someone buried it, thinking, "Okay, I, I, I'll dig. I'll bury this this coins, or in the case of Samuel Peppies, some cheese. I'll bury this stuff and pick it back up again when civilization isn't exploding." And then civilization continues to explode all around them, and they don't get the opportunity to dig it up again. Because they're dead. Or they've just had to permanently leave the country. Just go far, far away. I mean, I mean hordes are a pretty common thing. Well, I say common. There's, they haven't a lot in history. And of course, that's, of course, there are, it's of course, ones you leave and you don't intend to pick up because there's some sort of offerings. Uh, anyway, some loot. Lots and lots of loot. I'll just take all the good stuff. And then 161 gold tokens. 
After making a thorough search of the chamber, you once again set off through the cave. Okay, now I'm just going to explore all the bits of this cave that I haven't already been in. Suddenly. Yeah, see? You stumble upon the skeletal remains of a man in this section of the cave passage. A sizable assortment of items lay scattered nearby. I mean, it could just be a perfectly legitimate burial. You know, to people who... I don't know, maybe they're... They have some sort of... Druidic... Sort of religion where... I came from the earth. I returned to the earth. Put me in a cave... Let the let nature feast on me again. Don't don't embalm me or anything stupid like that because embalming it's not good for the environment. You're filling yourself with all sorts of gross stuff. Stuff and turning your body into even more poison than it might already be. Yeah. And of course, the funeral people charge a bloody fortune for it. I mean, and what do you care what you look like? You're dead. You're you're in Nwale. You're up in Valhalla. You're 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 having a beer with Belisarius and <laughs> Belisarius and Gustav Adolphus. <laughs> you know and. Oh, I don't know. Maybe you're not, or you might be, might be in the in the Elysian fields discussing, pointing out to Aristotle all the many, many, many ways he is wrong. <laughs> yeah, take all that. Oh, oh I've got, well, I've run out of run out of room now. That's enough. After including your search through the objects, you once again set off along the dark toll. Hopefully you'll be able to avoid sharing the, f the fate of the man whose days came to an end in this damp, gloomy lair. Alright, just filling in the dungeon. Because, I mean, you want to get 100% exploration, don't you? Even though you don't get anything for it, of course, because, I mean, that would be a Bugger to program. I know, that'll just make lots of work. Yep, I've been absolutely to every square of this dungeon now. Alright, now to make my way to the exit. Oh. Hmm, no goblins. No goblins at all. Well, at least not yet, suddenly. You reach the cave mouth and emerge, which can emerge from the damp gloom of the echoing depths into the bright, cheerful woodland that surrounds the dark lair. Uh, after taking several lungs full of the fresh, fragrant afternoon air, you set off for Garson's farm, eager to report the success of your mission. Hmm. No goblins, though. Thought there'd be at least a couple of goblins. Or at least the remains of some goblins. Hmm. I mean, you did see goblins. Where are they? Hmm. Garson is both pleased and startled to you when you relate 
when you relate to him the details of the excursion into the echoing depths. He listens intently, wincing several times, as you describe your encounter with the cave's numerous deadly denizens. What sounds? He gasps as a look of horror spreads across his broad, bearded face. I can't imagine that those things were lurking so close to us. We certainly don't need such things so near. Well done, my friend. Well done. Over a steaming mug of paleo, which you are readily able to determine has been cooked for far too long, Garson plays you what you are promised. One thousand gold tokens. Although the real reward is the loot we met, we found along the way. It might might come to surprise you, Zoop, but even a fellow as effable as me can make his fair share of enemies. He says, the sudden and oddly timed admission catching you somewhat by su- surprise. Mostly rivals in the horse trade, mind, but, well, some others too, in any event. I might be clean to acquire the service of someone like you at some point. I don't need you to answer me now, of course, but bear in mind if you would. Still, knowing to what the famous horse breeder might be referring. You casually nod, signalling your assent. He smiles, then promptly refills your mug with even more of the bitter, scalding brew. There you are, he says, beaming. Now... No more talk of caves or what's now. Have you a little time to spare? Good. Follow me. I'd like to show you some horses. And that finishes this adventure with 1,024 experience to general and 32 experience to all skills and powers. Okay, so I've gone to explore somewhere else. It's the ruins of Ironwatch. Which are near, near the copper wood, near the near Inuda's cave. In the eastern region of copper, the copper wood stands the crumbling ruins of Ironwatch, a small keep that once served as an outpost for the Tyson army. Following the devastation of the Hulukwad, the Ironwatch was abandoned and thereafter fell into ruin. Standing on a nearby hill. You carefully observe the ruined keep, examining how it must have looked in all its former grandeur. Now, there's a link to Holograd. The Holograd. The Great Madness. The Holograd, also known as the Great Madness, refers to a dark, widespread epidemic marked by madness and death that ravaged a large portion of the North Broadlands more than a thousand years ago. Well, some historians prefer to assess the Horagon was little more than a plague that swept over the vast swept of the world. The weakly as many among the learned who believe the great madness was spawned of a sinister, otherworldly source. Whatever its origin, the great madness quickly spread across the worms realms, devastating certain regions, while inexplicably leaving others largely untouched. The symptoms of those affected by the Horogrod almost always begin as as feverish dreams, but quickly devolved into raving lunacy, culminating with what has historically been described as hallucinations filled 
with the stares of distant eyes and the great earth-shaking wars of silence. Those infected by the madness were often found to have scratched or in some way crafted a specific marking, marking which came to be known as the signal of Dokov. The curious symbol was the four of a square or eye, surrounded by a ring of flames. When asked about the symbol they had drawn or carved, nearly all of those suffering in the grip of the hollow one would respond it was Dokov's symbol. Or the mark of Dokov. Dokov, the name of a diaphyphic figure that appears in certain ancient Dynabarite writing. Very little is known about him. The whole ground lingered for nearly a decade, during which time its ravaging hands altered much of the world it afflicted. According to legend, the great madness was only defeated when a band seven warriors, known to history as the Seven Knights, encountered and defeated the great demon who commanded the Holograd in a battle that brought about the demon's demise. All seven of the knights, believed to be of the Ironheart Order for Pladium, perished. Though scholars disagree on the origin of the Holograd and the legends that surround its arrival, an abrupt disappearance. Most believe that its return, or the birth of a similar epidemic, is a notion that should not be flippantly discarded. Yes, yes, gotta be careful of those epidemics. Let's enter the ruins. As you move into the ruins of Iron Watch, you're alerted to a loud grunting coming from somewhere amidst the keep's crumbling remains. Sneaking in closer to the unnerving sound, you peer around a heap of rubble and discover a fur-clad ogre dragging a heavy iron-banded chest towards the forest. The hulking creature, having apparently obtained obtained the chest from somewhere within the ruins, has not yet taken notice of you. A chest, you say? Well... Go attack that og ogre, so... Hmm. Yeah. Gotta attack the ogre! Gotta get the chest! You prepare to attack the ogre. So I have a few options. Remain behind and allow the ogre to leave. And lose the chest? Never! Wash the ogre from behind. I can also use telekinesis, archery, or thievery. I'll give thievery a go. Oh... <laughs> Unsuccessful, you steal up behind the ogre and are about to deal him what you hope will be a fatal blow when the hulking creature suddenly spins around and ploughs his broad fist into the side of your head. With blood streaming across your face and your vision rapidly blurring, you stagger back several feet, collapse into the stony ground, struggling to draw breath. Oh! I've been killed! I've been killed! That's not supposed to happen. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, did I just... Yeah, I, I've lost... I've lost some progress. Oh, well. 
Oh well, I, I'm probably not going. I'm not gonna do. If I do do the that those two, that quest I just did again, it's not. It's not gonna be recorded. I'll probably do it again at some point, but you don't need to hear about it. Yep. Visit Garson the horse trader. Yep. The adventure is there now. All right, now back. Let's go back to where we were. Copper wood. Copper wood. Ruins of Iron Watch. Enter the ruins. Attack the ogre. All right, I'll give telekinesis a shot. Succeeded. Four XP to telekinesis. You channel your power of telekinesis and focus it on a large block of stone. Perch precariously atop the heap of rubble next to the preoccupied ogre. Jarred loose by a protective blast of energy, the block stumbles down and smashes into the ogre, sending the hulking menace sprawling onto the stony ground. Weaving about in, ag in agony beneath the shattered remains of the slab, the ogre gasps loudly. Loudly struggles to broad dwarfed breath. Seizing the opportunity, you rush forward and deal the ogre a deft and fatal blow. After a quick search of the ogre's remains, produces nothing of any particular interest. You turn your attention to the iron-banded chest, inside of which you discover a large number of assorted items. Okay, some pretty mediocre loot. I'll just be taking all the good stuff. To sell later. For cash. Oh my, it's a lot of it. I'm still scrolling down. Sectional blown sleeves, superior two-handed sword, and a superior hide breastplate. And then, 30, 56 gold. To making certain you haven't overlooked anything, you prepare to set off on your way. You're standing amidst the wounds of iron, I watch. An ancient... Ancient keep that one, that once served as an outpost for the Tyson army. The crumbling remains of the once grand structure lie scattered about the perimeter, still loosely defined by its toppled outer wall. After carefully making your way through the ruins and discovering nothing of further interest, you return to the forest. Okay, that's... There's, there's nothing in particular else near the, in the southern part of Tosa, which was where I was hanging out right now. There's a city of series there, but it's not yet playable. And it won't be for quite a while. Because setting up a new city, that's, that's something. That takes a bit. And none of the current plot plot lines that, that are being focused on lead to it. So I'll just go to, I don't know, Gwaldok. I'll just save there. And so next time we'll be doing something else, I guess. Well, since we're in the southeast, I guess we'll be visiting Dragonwath. But until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, Information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.